name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God. Amen. Glory be to the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, now and ever into the ages of all ages. Amen. I'm so excited to share a message with you today um, uh, about the Holy Spirit. Um, the Holy Spirit is the Spirit of God. Um, and I want to draw your attention to um, the last couple of words uh, that Jesus says in the Gospel reading which was read today. Um, Jesus says, He will glorify me for he will take of what is mine and declare it to you. All things that the Father has are mine, therefore I said he will take of mine and declare it to you. So the work of the Holy Spirit in each one of us um, is to take that which is of Christ and to, po to pour uh, that into us. Not in such fashion that it becomes something separate from us, but that it becomes some something that's part of us. And then that also pours um, out of us. Let's kind of like unpack all of those ideas this morning. So the first bit is that he takes that which is of Christ. Now, um, some people would then say, well, then is it then that he doesn't have? Is it then that there's something missing or lacking in the Holy Spirit that he would need to take that which is of Christ and to pour it out into any one of us? No, of course not. Not at all. In fact, um, St. Cyril of Alexandria gives this, uh, you know, to explain this, gives kind of this beautiful analogy uh, and he says it's almost like the beautiful smell that proceeds that comes out of a flower um, and the smell that comes out of a, a flower is not seen as in any way independent uh, from the flower the smell is almost like a property of the flower it almost belongs to the flower um, it is possible for the the smell to be there without the flower as you know uh, would be present in many sort sort of fragrances or perfumes but the smell comes from the flower and it's not that the smell is is lacking something from the flower they're just seen very much uh, as um, as a whole, although they are they're very like two very different things. You, you know, one is a, a smell perceptible by the sense of smell. One is the flower, uh, which is um, which is like uh, you know um, like a visible, tangible, created uh, matter. And so he's saying, like like Christ is like the flower, and it exudes out of him the 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 exudes out of him the Holy Spirit, and uh, although the procession of the Holy Spirit is from the Father, but the point of this, all of this, is to say, is that he will he will guide you into all truth. For he will have not a speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak. And he will tell you things to come. The Holy Spirit is the, is the Spirit of God. So let's take it back like a couple of steps here. How, what's, what's the constitution of, of a person? Um, they have a body. Uh, you have a body. You have a soul, which is the seat of the, the mind, the will, uh, the, the the desire, the intellect, uh, the uh, capacity or ability to 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 get irritated, um, and so on, um, the emotions, all of that is in the soul, and you have a spirit. 
Your spirit is what animates you. Your spirit is what makes you you. Your spirit is what makes you do the things you do the way you do them and your spirit is what gives you life. Um, oftentimes in, in olden times when they would say uh, you know uh, they would see that somebody's uh, somebody had passed away they would say his spirit has left him or uh, he's uh, his spirit has breathed its last or um, if uh, you know we're, we're doing something and we want to describe what fashion we're doing it in what's what's the uh, the the ethos or the environment of that we're doing it and we say we're doing it in the spirit of um, you know uh, in a spirit of compassion da 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 da, da right um, or if you want to say uh, if you see something uh, you know and somebody's doing something uh, differently from how you expect you say that's not the spirit that we wanted to do that um, to do that in all of that helps us uh, to have a little bit more of a clear idea or a tangible idea of what does it mean uh, when uh, when we receive his spirit when we receive his spirit now we do things in his spirit we do things differently from how we would have done them before because we do them now in his in his spirit so it's different um, is different than we would have uh, we would have done it before, um, and the 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 beauty and the miracle of it is this: is that the spirit of God is the life of God. It is it is what what it's it is what animates God. It is the spirit by which He does all of that He does. Imagine now this transplantation, this like transplantation of the spirit taken from God and put in you. And to describe the Spirit and the primary work of the Spirit in you and me, he calls the Spirit the paraclete. We're a little bit loath to, to, to translate the word paraclete to, uh, to an English word. If we were to translate it to an English word, the word we would probably use is comforter. But um, the reason that we don't really like to use that word is when, when you and I say comforter, we probably think of um, something which brings you comfort. We probably think of, uh, of uh, the duvet on your bed uh, that is warm and cozy and just makes you feel great, right? Uh, but that's really not what we're talking about here at all. And that's why we're, we're you know, the Holy Spirit is not your duvet. I'm so sorry uh, to break it to you. The Holy Spirit... Um, is the paraclete. What, what, is, what does that word mean or what would it have meant to first century listeners who would have heard that Greek word paraclete? Um, that word paraclete means the, the, the spirit who empowers you. It means um, the, the one who's got your back uh, and he's uh, a, a put, you know, a pushing you forward in the correct direction, empowering you, enabling you, um, giving you all of what you need to do that by which for which you were commissioned. That's kind of maybe the closest um, definition that we could come up with, or, or description we could come up with for Paraclete. So. Uh, that's his, that's his job. He's the one who's got your back, who's moving you forward, who's giving you, supplying you with all of what you need to do all of that for which you were commissioned. Why? Because he commissioned you. One of my most, uh, my favorite, um, uh, uh, you know, quotes uh, by a missionary. I love missionaries and stories of missionaries and so on. 
one of my favorite quotes by a missionary is by Hudson Taylor. Uh, Hudson Taylor, in, in a moment of deep lack, he's supplying the needs for hundreds and hundreds of missionaries, and he's broke. He's got nothing left, and he's got a few days uh, at which he has to go and start distributing the allowances, the, the monthly uh, money, to all of these different missionaries and check up on them. And uh, so uh, uh, somebody asks him, uh, you know, Dr. Taylor, what are you going to do? And he looks at him and he says to, to him, God's work done God's way will never lack God's supply. So God's work done God's way will never lack God's supply. The supply for all of which you and I have been commissioned to do by God, all of which He has sent us out into the world to do, is provided by His Holy Spirit. Even the instructions are provided by His Holy Spirit. And His Holy Spirit is not um, an, an email that you're waiting to receive with, uh, you know, with instructions and, uh, you know, login credentials. And no, it's not a text message that you're going to get. Uh, it's not, it's not an it. It's a he. It's a person. He is a person. He is a person in the, one of the three persons of the Trinity. And he is with you to accompany you to in your journey to be with you and to be all of what you need. And um, the the Desert Fathers who really kind of um, dis not only discovered this but really enjoyed this truth to its fullness often speak about not praying outwards, outwardly as though to a God who is far away, far above in the heavens, but to turn our eyes within to turn our eyes within and to summon the Holy Spirit of God who dwells within us with very simple words nothing complicated you don't need some some it's not some incantation or a spell just the most simple words and call on him O Holy Spirit or call on him come Holy Spirit, you who bear all the power of God, you who bear all the knowledge of God, you who bear all the wisdom of God, you who bear all the strength, resilience of God, you who hovered over the waters when the world was in complete chaos in Genesis 1-3. You who are the fulfillment of all things at the end of the book of Revelation who say, Come, Holy Spirit. Come, come now to me. Come now out of me. Come now, reveal yourself to me. Come now, show me what I ought to do. Come now, empower me to do what God has called me to simple prayers like these nothing complicated nothing that nothing that you 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 can't come up with yourself why because all of the knowledge is in him all of the power is in him all the strength is in him all the stamina and resilience and ability to go on and move forward is in him everything is in him and he is in you and he 
you will find that the Holy Spirit is always pointing you towards Jesus. Is always pointing you towards Jesus. And you'll find that Jesus is always pointing us to the Father. And the Father is from Him who proceeds the, 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 the Son and the Spirit. So you'll find there's this beautiful relationship in the Holy Trinity that there's no selfishness. No one is drawing to Himself. But the Father sends us to the Son. And the Son points us to the Holy Spirit. And the Spirit points us back to the Son. And the Son points us to the Father. And everybody is pointing, everybody is in the, in the Trinity is pointing one to the other. Right? And in so doing, we end up having a very rich, a very rich experience of the Holy Spirit, a very rich experience of the Father, and a very rich experience of the person of Jesus Christ. And we get to know the Holy Trinity, the fullness of the Trinity, as each one, as each one of them points um, us to the other. We find here Jesus saying, However, when the Spirit of truth has come, He will guide you into all truth. I want to tell you, I believe this. I believe this to be true like I believe my name is John. That the Holy Spirit dwelling in every believer is able to teach you all things. Religious things, spiritual things, practical things, necessary things is able to guide you into every step of your life. The trick here is to develop a relationship with Him. The trick here is to get to know Him, to be able to recognize Him when He speaks with you. And I guarantee you that He has been speaking to you all your life. Whether you're Christian or you're not, whether this is the first time for you to hear this message about the Holy Spirit or it is not, I guarantee you out of his enormous love for you, his inseparable love from you. He has been working either in you from the moment that you received him in baptism and chrismation, or he has been working from outside of you to draw you to himself. Why? Because he loves you. Because he loves you and nothing else. But he he, he is like that. <laughs> the other day uh, uh, I was uh, started working with somebody new I've never worked with before. Um, on some uh, some stuff anyways right uh, uh, and this person says to me uh, you know I'm I'm, uh, I'm I'm really excited about the relationship you know that we're that we're building here the work relationship we're building here and, and the work we're gonna do together uh, and I said uh, you know I'm sorry if I'm sometimes I'm I'm not that great with communication and it takes me a few days to get back to you on things and you know please don't let that discourage you and so on she replies back and says I'm like one of those bad ex-girlfriends you know like I'll leave you for a little bit, and but after that, I'll start harassing you with every communication medium, right? And uh, I, you know, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna hunt you down until uh, until I get the answers that I need. Uh, and we both had a good laugh. I don't want to say that the Holy Spirit is like some bad ex-girlfriend who uh, <laughs> who's who's gonna hunt you down, stalk you until he finds you, but. Um, in a certain sense, yes, the resilience uh, and the the uh, unstoppableness of the Holy Spirit is kind of like that. And if He is living within you, He will He will find a way. If I close a door, He'll He'll find a window. But let us not make 
let us ma not make the, 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 the chase too long. He will chase you until he reaches you. But let us not make the chase too long and let us enjoy more and more and more and more the communion the, the the communion of the holy spirit when he speaks to us and he tells us to do something and we do it and we see how it turns out and then he tells us something else and he gives us the power to do it and we think to myself oh my god i would never be able to do that that is way too much that's way too difficult for me i'm not i'm not good at this i'm not good at that and all of a sudden you find yourself not able not only doing what he asked but able to do it and you think to yourself what that's crazy. I've never ever, uh, I've never ever done that before. I have to tell you, when when we go on on uh, on on mission trips, when we go on uh, on 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 on, uh, uh, on mission trips, uh, you know, and and um, we send. Uh, someone to preach in a village or something you know we always get the answer oh, you know father john i can't do this i've never done this before i don't speak you don't know, do you, don't you know me i don't speak in front of people right and that person will stand there and and almost every single time you know they'll come back and they'll they'll say like i don't know what happened i just stood there and all of a sudden, I find my I found myself starting to speak and starting to say things. And I was saying things that I don't remember ever having read or heard, or I don't know where those words came from. I felt like I was one of the people sitting, listening to the words that were coming out of my mouth, and I was the one who was learning. Um, uh, and and that that's normal. It's so normal. Why do these things happen in the mission field and they don't happen, shall we say, as often uh, to us um, uh, here uh, in, our, in our home country? Well, one, Jesus commanded us to go out. So he's asked us and he's told us to go out. And even when Jesus sent his disciples the very first time, he gathered his 12 disciples and he named them and then he sent them out. He sent them all to places other than their hometowns. So everyone was sent out. Um, so that's one thing. I don't know if there's some kind of magic or mystery to going out, but certainly it is the commandment of Christ. Go, preach, teach, baptize, go to all nations. He doesn't say stay home. So that's one thing. Um, but another thing is that when when we go out when we go on a mission trip we believe that god will do something great and i think one of the things that hinders my the, my life in the spirit here is that i believe in myself the world has taught me over and over and over again to believe in myself believe in yourself you can do it and that's what we we tell our children all the time and and, and when they struggle with something say no don't give up believe in yourself right um, but uh, I'm so sorry to tell you I hope I'm not saying something which is I hope I don't offend anybody or anything but but scripture doesn't say that anywhere like nowhere in scripture nowhere in the sayings of the fathers nowhere in the liturgical writings does it say believe in yourself you can do it it says believe in God it says believe in God right um, and he will give you the power to do it believe in him I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me um, I'm not saying that we should have low self-esteem or, 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 or hate on ourselves, but that we should really believe, that we should really believe in Him, that He can and He will do all that He needs to do and wants to do, and He will do it through 
me and he will do it through you and i believe i believe in him and i believe that he will not give up until he does it and you know he he doesn't get tired he doesn't run out of time he's got all of eternity he's got all the strength and power in the world so i believe in him i believe in him that he is and able and willing and he will do it it's just a question of how hard of a time I will give him to do it. That's one thing. The other thing that's kind of special about the mission field is that we're, we're, we are uprooted from what is ours. We're uprooted from our, our um, environment. We're uprooted from uh, the, the, like where we are and all of our attachments. And you see, I'm sitting here in, uh, in my office at home and I'm surrounded by a whole bunch of things. And if, if one of my daughters moves a single piece of paper from where it is to somewhere else, I have a conniption, right? And if uh, my favorite pen disappears from wherever, I go ballistic. And if somebody, uh, you know, uses, like I like to cook and they use my favorite chef's knife and they leave it in the sink and they don't wash it, I have a melt down right I have all of these attachments I have all of these idiosyncrasies all of these likes and dislikes I'm attached to all of these different things you know I'm, I'm stuck and attached to all of these different things um, and all of those attachments they they're little they're tiny little things that fill my heart and then when the Holy Spirit is coming to spread his wings to spread his wings in my heart he finds himself cramped you know he's like he's not able to stretch his wings out because there's so much clutter in my heart there's so many other things that i'm attached to that i'm stuck to that i can't i can't let go of that that i just can't function without these are the hindrances these are the hindrances of the spirit of my life of course then there's also like any sin any unconfessed or any unrepented sin any unwillingness to let go of sin or a sinful lifestyle or a sinful habit or something like that any love of sin in my life will of course uh, will of course uh, grieve the Holy Spirit right and so th those are kinds of those are those are kinds of the things that uh, hinder us from living a more full, a more beautiful, and a more complete life in the Holy Spirit. But the Holy Spirit is given to you and is given to me so that we can live the fullness of the life of God. He's given to you and He's given to me so He can teach us how to be the pre-evangelion, how He can teach us how to be the annunciation the announcement of good things to come to the world around us, how he can teach us how to be the incarnation, how he can teach us how to be the flesh and blood given to the commandments of Christ. The commandments of Christ are words which are heard, but when they're put into action, they become flesh and blood in, in, in your and my uh, personal environment. Um, in the environment in which you live, in the, in the home in which you live with your roommates or with your friends or with your family, um, in, in your, your place of work or your place of school or your place of wherever it is you are, you become the incarnation. That you and I might become the theophany. We might join Christ in his theophany and become the revelation of God. That, that 
people may look to us and see the Holy Spirit pouring out of us and see him revealed and see the Trinity revealed and so on and so on. I'm taking all of these things in the life of Christ, right? Um, and he's, he teaches you and he teaches me how to live the life of Christ, how to live the fullness of the life of Christ. And it's not so theological and so complicated and so, no, 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 very simple. He tells you little things. He tells you, oh, that guy who was rude to you, tell him thank you. Oh, but he might take it sarcastically. He might just, just tell him, thank you, I needed to hear that. And you say to that person, thank you, I needed to hear that. person stops and says, you know, and I tell you the truth. I'm going to finish with this. You know how I recognize the voice of the Spirit the most in my heart? This is going to be very counterintuitive um, and a bit embarrassing. Um, I recognize that it is God who is speaking to me in my heart. It is God Himself, Creator of the universe. It is God Himself who knows all things past, present, and future. It is God Himself who commands the wind and the waves and they obey Him. It is God Himself who says, let there be light and there is light, who is speaking to me. You know how I recognize His voice the most commonly, the most easily. It's my rule of thumb, okay? It's not a rule, but when I find myself objecting. When I find myself saying, yeah, but um, I would do that, but I can't, but um, uh, the, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> right, that, I don't know, I don't know why I kick up such a fuss with God. I don't kick up nearly as much of a fuss with my wife, maybe because I get kicked out of the house. No, I'm just kidding. My wife is so sweet, right? But... I don't kick up that much of a fuss with anybody as as much as I do with him. And I've given so much thought to this and, and this is just my guess, my hypothesis. Maybe I do that because I am just such a, a bad person. I'm not a great person. He is great. He is good. I'm, I'm just his beloved child. Um, but I'm not going to go there. Maybe I do that because I'm so self-willed and I'm so attached to myself and my will and my desires in my own ways. Maybe, maybe that's true. But, but, but maybe, maybe something else. Maybe I kick up such a fuss with him because we do that with the people that we're closest to. If a random stranger asks you to do something, you're very likely to either say yes or no and just move on. If my wife asks me to do something, oh my God, I, was, I kick up a fuss and blah, 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 and argue. Why? Because we have such an intimate relationship. We have such an intimate relationship. He knows me and I know him. And so although he's probably the one person in the universe that I should just blindly do anything he says at any time, because I know that whatever he says is good, and I know that whatever he says he has given me the power to do, and I know that I'm not over committing myself or overextending myself or whatever, because he's going to give me the power to do it, and I know that it's going to turn out great, and I know, and I know, and I know, and I know, yes, I know all of those things, but also he's the one I'm the most intimate with. And so naturally, I just kind of I find myself got toing and froing and pulling and tugging and backing and forthing with him, right? 
And so, I don't know about you, examine your heart, examine your life, listen to the little voices in your heart and in your head this week. And for the rest of we're starting now a journey of the Apostles Fast. Listen, listen to all of your thoughts and listen to in your heart. And, 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 Ask him, Lord, reveal yourself to me. Lord, I wish to be able to hear your voice. I wish to know you. I wish to develop an intimate relationship with you in which I would, I would no longer turn to anything or anyone other than you and you first. And see if you also are, are kick up a crazy fuss with God and you're just always fussing with him. And every time he says, so, yeah, but no, but this, but that. Right? And maybe you'll find that to be true for you as well. I pray, my prayer for you, my prayer for myself, my prayer for each one of you, my prayer for the whole world, is that we would know Him and we would have this life of communion with Him, that we'd be intimately associated with Him and that we would hear Him clearly and in a spirit of, of, of efficiency, we would hear Him and we would just do what he says, believing and knowing that he is the providence for all that he commands. All glory and honor be to him now and ever into the ages of all ages. Amen.